0: btb army you know i am heavy on my podcast recommendation game and i have a new one for you to subscribe to Lindsay zarniak has spent her entire career covering the biggest stories in sports for networks including espn and fox sports along the way she has become fascinated by the intersection of sports and music and as the saying goes Athletes want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be athletes. For both, the climb to the biggest stage is similar. What drives them and the challenges they overcome are not. Each episode of The Artist and the Athlete pairs a prominent sports figure alongside a renowned musician for an intimate, wide-ranging conversation that explores their path to success. Their process And their passions went away from the big stage. Featuring guests like Danica Patrick, Alanis Morissette, Clayton Kershaw, Brad Paisley, Shaquille O'Neal, The Chainsmokers, Eddie Vedder, Anthony Rizzo, and many more. New episodes drop every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's a clip to hear what you've been missing.
1: When I try to analyze, you know, my my journey. And of course, along the way throughout the years, you know, labels are put on you. Some you like, some you don't, and, you know, social media comes along and opinions weigh in far more frequently than, than you care to. And, you know, so questions kind of sw- have swirled around this for a long time. And I, when I look back and kind of look at my path in, in motorsport, um, it was a passion for my, my father and my grandfather that, that, became my passion and we of course had dreams you know along the way and I had dreams to to be a a winning racer but I had no clue that it would end up where it has and I grew up with such simple beginnings and my mom was a school bus driver my dad's a heavy was a heavy equipment operator you know it just I don't know I think my my love of the sport happened in a pure fashion and it wasn't about being famous and it wasn't about being a champion. It's about getting on my dirt bike and going riding. And that's just what I wanted to do and loved. And through my career I had some shining moments as an amateur and I had things happen to help me get that next opportunity. But I never really shined like a lot of guys around me. And when I finally got my chance in Cup at 25, you know, I was probably five years late. Especially now I'm probably seven, eight years late. So, you know, that, that same thing continued to happen where I had to race for my own reasons. And it wasn't it wasn't because I was winning. You know, it was because it's what I wanted to do and loved to do. And I think in all of that were, were lessons. And uh, certainly my parents had an influence on that. My friend group, people I was, you know, around and worked for, worked with, you know, all that played into it. But I think that journey is really, really what set me up for how I carried myself when the spotlight was finally on.
2: Well, Jimmy, let, let me say this and, I, and let me see if you agree with me on this. It seems like, uh, like as far as integrity or humility or modesty, that's just something that, uh, probably comes from our parents or, or maybe if some of us genetic or per, some of us personality based or whatever, but the way I view you, I tend to see you as one of these sort of rare, um, just examples of, uh, of competitive fire, you know, like, 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 like someone like Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, like, the competition is what's in the center of it. Fame and anything else that might happen is almost like a like a byproduct of a of a you know of like an inborn drive. You know, yeah. And so like I, I've always I always felt like if you know if like if it's in a NASCAR or an Indy car or on a bicycle or if you and I like were walking out of Soco at the same time and our cars were across the parking lot, and we were like, I'll race you to the car. Like the, okay. it would be the exact same. <laughs> it would be the exact same thing inside you. That's just like, I got to get it, you know? And if you get it every day over and over again, and and you push yourself and you go through all the, the, the trials and tribulations of it and and you somehow get through it in one piece as you have, uh, it seems like fame is just sort of something that, that happens, um, kind of in the periphery
1: of, of that drive, you know? Yeah. And I would also add to, and I wonder, I've often wondered about both of your journeys with music and instruments you know, my, my competitiveness has really been with myself and for me to own what I do and how I do it. And and again, because I wasn't winning for the longest time, this was kind of in the background of my mind of leaving the track, knowing that I did all that I could and trying to outperform myself from a previous event or whatever it might be. And uh, I can imagine holding an instrument in your hands since such a young age and trying to learn how to own a riff or own a song or whatever it might be. I wonder if there's a parallel path in there too. And that's, that's something that I, I could maybe see from my side where you get real competitive with yourself and and uh, just kind of get caught up in your own thing and perfect your craft independently in some ways. For one thing, we didn't go on a, a
3: real, a true major tour until I was 26 years old. So wow. similar thing. Wow. That's, that's late. You know, we were, we were in bands from, you know, since I was very young, I was in a band, but I never really hit the road until I was 26. so I'm said similar at that point, all those ideas about, Oh, I got to be famous by the time I'm 20. Those funny little, you know, those really small dreams that don't, they're not about the actual you. They're about what you think is supposed to happen. Those were gone. It's like, that's not happening. And now, what is it that you're going after? And so we had times that were like those failures where we weren't quote unquote winning. It's a different kind of competition. I agree with you. It's like a, it's like competing against yourself. Um, But we had people literally telling us we sucked, you know, like while we were and we were doing it in front of people, and that was in a way feeding our uh, that competition. You say with yourself, you know, it was kind of okay. What have I got in me to get back up there in that town that I know that guy or that lady is going to come out and say that? Uh, Here I go again, and uh, how will I? Will I? Is it about me getting better at my instrument or doing something better that they said I sucked at, or is it about me getting up there because? I don't care what they think. (laughs) I'm going
1: to get up there and do my thing. And what's so cool, I've always respected about you guys. It's not that you just play an instrument or that you just sing, but I love it when it's just you two and you have your snare and kick drum and harmonica and banjo, guitar. Like you guys can stomp the floor like it is so incredible to watch you two just go
2: a lot of that just came out of the necessity of, of trying to to make as much p- noise as possible you know <laughs> and just you know uh, just utilize every limb you know it's it, i don't i don't i don't know that we have any sort of special coordination with that but it was like man you know my my left foot's not doing anything let's just put you know, some, some piece of percussion beneath there or we'll just you know duct tape a tambourine to your leg there and then we'll make some more racket and then more people will stop maybe that are walking by or maybe more yeah. people will run faster yeah. to get away.
0: <laughs> so there it is fam. Artist and the Athlete is available on all podcast platforms. Go check out a brand new episode today.